This is the Ballroom State of Mind podcast episode 25, Interrupt Yourself. Hi, and welcome to the Ballroom State of Mind podcast. My name is Amber Hader, and I am your host. I'm a life coach and an amateur ballroom dancer. This podcast is where I teach you how to think about life and think about your dancing so that you can win more at both. Let's do it. Hey, how are we doing? What's going on? How's your dancing going? Are you competing? I'm seeing online a lot of people doing competitions and it looks so fun. My next one is USDC in a few weeks. I'm super excited. Um, but we did just finish a showcase in our studio, which was amazing. I danced a couple styles that I don't normally dance. And so that was really fun. I danced to Viennese waltz and a hustle, which were like night and day, completely different. One was so elegant and nice and beautiful. And then the other one was just sassy and fun and disco-y and it was great. I had such a great time, but, uh, let's get on to the episode today. Last time I talked to you about the model. I taught you about self-awareness, how to watch yourself, how to observe yourself and taught you how the world works and how human behavior works and how you show up in the world and the parts that are out of your control and the parts that are in your control, how to separate those things out. And, and then see the part that you're creating for yourself so that you can change that part if you want. Now, my assignment to you last time was to just study yourself, watch yourself, see what your patterns are, and then told you the next thing we're going to do is interrupt those patterns. So as you go about living your models, you're going to find ways that you don't like that you're showing up in the world, and you're going to want to interrupt those patterns. So models are happening all the time. And most of them, we don't need to stop and do anything about them. Like you think things, you feel things, and then you behave certain ways that get you results. And most of the time we don't need to do anything about that. But if there's something that you want to change, if there's patterns that are not helpful to you, then that's when we want to stop and look at our models. You want to stop and see the part that you're creating for yourself. Now that you see what you're doing, the next step is to interrupt the old pattern. So remember the model, this is what it is. If you aren't sure is that circumstances are the facts and they trigger thoughts. Now your thoughts create feelings or emotions, and then those emotions drive your action. They drive your behavior. And then your behavior ultimately creates your result. Now your model can be interrupted at any time, at any point in the model, whatever point you realize you're in an unhelpful model, when you see it happening, you're just going to pause. You're just going to interrupt. Okay. This pause can happen outwardly, or it can happen in your mind, but the pause is the most powerful tool in your arsenal. And most of us don't take that pause. Your brain just goes into autopilot. It does what it normally does. And in the early days of learning to interrupt yourself, you're going to go through a model so fast. You won't think you have a chance to take a pause and this is okay. This is to be expected. You know, the way we think, feel, act can be so fast that it's just hard to interrupt it. And that's fine. It's kind of like going over a waterfall, especially if it's intense emotionally, it's like things like anger, we, you know, think, feel, act so quickly that it's hard to swim upstream. It's like, you've just gone over a waterfall and emotionally, you just have to process that emotion and get through it and, and look at it after the fact. So this is where I remind you that when you're creating new patterns and you're no longer in the habit, non-conscious, easy mode, that it takes some work. It takes some intention. It takes some focus and it's not going to feel easy. It's going to feel a little bit arduous, but that's temporary. Okay. 
But the plan is to interrupt your models. It's to find a pause and give yourself a chance to approach the situation differently, intentionally, whatever way you want. When you start implementing this interrupt and this pause, you can expect to go through three stages. And in some cases, this is going to be linear. And in other cases, it's going to be, you're going to be in one stage for one situation and a different stage for a different situation. So you're not going to necessarily pass through all these stages all the time, but you should be aware of them because changing behavior, changing the way your mind works, it's going to take some time and it's, you're going to have some false starts. You're going to not do it well all the time. You're going to default to your old patterns. A lot of the time in the beginning, it's all fine. I want you to have lots of compassion for this process and be patient with it because you are literally rewiring your brain and changing human behavior, which is challenging. Okay. So here's some of the stages that you can expect to go through. There's three of them in the beginning, because you're so practiced at your old patterns, expect to take that pause at the end. And what I mean is you're going to go through a situation. You're going to have something happen. You're going to show up in a way that you don't like, and you're not going to be able to interrupt yourself in the middle of it, but you're going to have seen that it went down and you're going to take your pause at the end and examine it after the fact and learn from it. As long as you see it, you saw that it happened and you saw how you showed up and you're able to distinguish what part you created for yourself, then you're on the right track. I still want you to take the time to do a model after the fact so you can see what are some options I could have done instead so that if it comes up again, then you have some options at the ready for how you want to show up differently. So take to take the time to show yourself the part that you created. Don't shame yourself with it. Just try to be in self-study mode and reserve judgment. Okay. So that's stage one. It's after the fact is when you're pausing. Okay. Stage two is you're going to be able to pause it in the middle. You're going to recognize that it's happening in real time and you're going to be able to stop yourself. You still, you still might not feel sometimes that you can change it in that moment, but a lot of times you will, and that's normal too, but you'll get better at interrupting it earlier and earlier. So sometimes you'll interrupt it at the action line. It'll be like, oh, I don't want to be doing this. And so you're going to be able to interrupt and then take a different action. Sometimes you'll catch it at the feeling moment. And this is where I often catch it because for me, the feeling is what gets my attention. And sometimes you'll hear the thought. You'll hear the thought come into your mind and you'll know it's a thought and even maybe still believe it on some level and follow through with it, but nothing's wrong. You're just going to keep working at it. I had this um, situation I wanted to tell you about that is an example of when I was in a moment and I was recognizing what was happening and I, and I kind of was trying to change it in the moment, but I kind of really couldn't, but I still was in the middle of it and recognizing it was happening. Okay. So here's what the situation was. It's not dance related. (laughs) I was in the car with my daughter. I think she was a freshman in high school and I had picked her up from school and I had let her know in the car, hey, by the way, I need you to do X, Y, Z for me after school. And so I need you to be home. I think I needed her to babysit and do some things. And she just immediately burst into tears, like just crying. And and I felt myself get angry, like really fast. So of course, I didn't know what I was thinking or feeling until I felt the heat. I felt the heat of the anger. And so... 
I kind of (laughs) separated myself mentally from my physical self, kind of like we talked about in the last podcast where I could see myself being angry. I'm like talking to her, but at the same time, I'm asking myself like, wow, I'm so angry. Why am I angry? This is fascinating. What's going on for me? She's just crying. Like she's upset about something. Why is that making you angry? And at the same time, I'm talking to her. I'm like asking her what's going on. Like, why are you so upset? And why are you crying? And she told me that she had made plans with a girlfriend. And so I was basically destroying her plans and she was so upset about it. And even though she told me that I didn't, I didn't really have patience still in that moment because I'm still processing the anger. And so in my head, it sounded like this, like, gosh, what, why am I so angry? That's, this is fascinating. Like, what, what, what am I thinking? Like, why am I mad? And I was like, okay, well, I'm mad because I just want her to just do what I say. I'm like, okay, but, but why? Like, why do I just want her to do what I say? What's that about? And I just kind of keep probing. I'm just getting curious. I'm like, what's that about? And I'm like, oh, I think she should just not question me and just do what I say. And I just think she shouldn't be upset about it and that she should just go with it. But then I'm also like, well, that's not really fair. I mean, she's human and she made plans with a friend and she's disappointed. She can be disappointed. And again, like in this same, in this moment, I'm not necessarily calming down, but I am observing myself. I am seeing the part that I'm creating. I am talking myself down a little bit and trying to be reasonable, right? And recognizing that I don't need to be mad, that that's optional. And that the reason I'm mad is because of what I'm thinking. It's not because of her. It's not really because of she's crying. It's because of what I'm thinking, because I could be thinking something different and I wouldn't be mad at her at all. So that part's on me. Okay. So that's a situation where I was seeing it happen in the middle of it. I couldn't necessarily change it in that moment. I wasn't, I mean, I, I did in the end, but it was hard. It was hard. I was already over the waterfall a little bit. Stage three is when a circumstance will happen and you will take the pause right then and intentionally choose what meaning you want to give it and how you want to proceed. You'll ask yourself, okay, this is happening. How do I want to think about this? How do I want to approach this? And for some things that will be easy to do. Some things will be easy to interrupt and change. And I call that kind of low hanging fruit. It's just the things in our life that are are not that big of a deal, but other things are going to take more time. Beliefs that you've held for a really long time, self-talk that you've repeated your whole life, it might take a little bit longer to dismantle, more attempts. So if you're making attempts at interrupting your patterns and it's inconsistent, then you're doing it right, okay? I do not expect that you will learn this work and immediately do this from this day forth. It's going to take some false starts. It's going to take doing it wrong, doing it poorly, going back to your old patterns. But my best advice I can give you is to just be compassionate with this process and just have so much patience. You're literally learning how to be different in the world and how to move different in the world. You're literally learning how to rewire your brain. And this is how you learn to emotionally regulate yourself and be better in better control of yourself. I hesitate to say to be in better control of yourself because we're humans and we're not robots. So I just prefer to say that you're learning to manage yourself. So don't try to change everything at once. Just pick one area that's troubling you, something in practice, something with your teacher, 
jealousy, comparison, how you're handling results, your self-talk, anything, but just pick one and start there. You're just going to practice the pause, practice the interrupt, and let that pause give you the space to make a different choice. I want you to also understand that when you take something one at a time and start to work on it, you're not going to have to take each thing individually because as you work on one thing, because you're re rewiring your brain in the way that you work in the world, it's going to trickle down into other areas of your life. And so just focusing on one, I don't want you to get overwhelmed and think I have so many things I got to fix. I got so many things I got to work on. I got so many models I got to work on. I don't want you to go there. I want you to just pick one area and work on it. I would advise you to pick something maybe that's some of that low hanging fruit. What do you think might be the easiest thing to change right now? Don't go necessarily for straight for the hardest thing. Those things that are hard for you, I would just spend more time observing and pick some easy wins that and show yourself that you're capable and that it's possible to behave differently in the world and to regulate yourself emotionally, okay? As you're taking these pauses, you can literally pause and like leave the situation for a second if you need to, if you need to just like get yourself together. But you can also mentally just do it too. And it kind of sounds like, oh, I see what I'm doing. I'm taking what he said personally, and now I feel hurt and I want to leave but I don't really want that. I want to get better. And if I leave, I won't get better. So I need to not take this personally. So how can I think about this? So I don't take it personally and just giving yourself a beat. Okay. Just giving yourself a sec to pause and think through it. Now in the last couple of podcasts, we've talked about identifying your current patterns and then interrupting them. So in the next podcast, I'll offer some thoughts about how to live in to the new patterns you want to create. I'll give you some tips for that. And we'll talk about how to use the model to get results that you want. So far, we've just talked about using the model to identify what's happening right now, what's already happened, what's happened in the past and what's happening right now. But I'll teach you how to use the model to create what you want, okay? But for now, keep watching yourself, keep interrupting your current models, begin to intentionally choose how you want to respond. And then I'm going to help you take it a little bit further in the next episode. Okay. So love you guys. We'll talk again soon. Happy competing. Hope to see you at a competition soon. And if you're going to be at USDC, let me know, message me, find me on social media and let's connect. Okay. All right. Catch you next time. Hey, thanks for listening. Do you have a mindset coach yet? If not, I'm your girl. Go to amberhater.com backslash work with me to find out more.